Which 10 prescription drugs have been chosen for price negotiations? Find out about this and more in today's BB Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. The Biden administration has announced the first 10 drugs chosen for Medicare price negotiations with pharmaceutical manufacturers. The Washington Post reported that lowering Medicare drug prices is an important part of the Inflation Reduction Act, which passed in 2022. This move aims to improve the financial stability of the Medicare system and ease financial burden of prescription medications on older and disabled Americans. The medications named include Eliquis and Xeralto, both factor 10A inhibitors and anticoagulants, Giardance and Farsiga, both SGLT2 inhibitors, Genuvia, a DPP-4 inhibitor, and Tresto, a combination of an ARB and an ARNI, Enbrel, a TNF blocker, Imbruvica, a kinase inhibitor, Thalera, an interleukin inhibitor, and Fiasp and Novolog, both insulin aspart. Manufacturers of these drugs have until the beginning of October to agree to negotiation. If they do, the companies will need to disclose data on drug revenue and money spent on research, development, and production to the centers of Medicare and Medicaid services. If a manufacturer refuses to negotiate and will not agree to a maximum fair price, they will be required to pay a substantial tax or withdrawal from Medicare and Medicaid. In our next story, we learned that evidence supporting the use of psilocybin for major depressive disorder continues to grow. In a phase two study of 104 participants published in JAMA, treatment with psilocybin, 25 milligrams plus psychological support, was associated with significant reductions in the MADRIS scores compared with niacin plus psychological support from baseline to day 43, with a main difference of negative 12.3, and from baseline to day eight with a mean difference of negative 12. Psilocybin treatment was also associated with significant reduction in SDS scores compared with niacin, mean difference of minus 2.31 from baseline to day 43. Sustained response was more common in patients who received psilocybin compared with those who received niacin. While there were no serious treatment emergent adverse events, psilocybin was associated with higher rates of overall and severe adverse events. And finally, we learned that CART cell therapy might be useful for treating rheumatic diseases, this according to a study published in Bone Marrow Transplantation. Among 1,363 patients with a B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma who received CART T-cell infusion, those with concurrent rheumatic autoimmune diseases had decreased inflammatory markers and seronegative conversion of autoantibodies. They also had a reduced use of steroids and disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs. In terms of safety, patients with B-cell, NHL, who had rheumatic autoimmune diseases had similar incidence, severity, and management of cytokine release syndrome and immune effector cell-associated neurotoxicity syndrome as those without rheumatic autoimmune diseases. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at bvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, Medical News Roundup, and just ask, what's my Flash Briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mostello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullins for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine. <laughs>